Welcome to the new episode of Quarter Quest, Comics on the Cheap. Can I ask you a question before we begin? Have you ever wanted to have your own podcast? If so, we'd like to recommend Podbean. We've been using it for the last three years, and we love it. It's easy to use, and the customer support is amazing. Just go to podbean.com and enter the code HAUNTEDLOG at checkout and get your first month of podcasting for free. That's podbean.com, Haunted Log. Now, on to the show. Welcome to It's Too Wordy, a comic book podcast where three friends talk about comics from childhood and today. I'm Nick, I'm your uh, Game Master for the evening, and I'm ruined <laughs> by... Kirk, playing... Jack Wingnut Ozzle. Oh, sorry, it's just Kirk. And Ryan. He threw me off with the Game Master bit. <laughs> Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, first up, we're going to do uh, the new issue that we have decided to do. Each person picked a new issue that they want to talk about. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. I picked up Star Wars Obi-Wan. Now, I was hoping that it was going to be like a new Obi-Wan story. Like how he turned from like, you know, 25, 26 years old into like 60 year old, 40 year old man. Even though I think he was a little older than that. He was like, what, 30? He was the same age as Alec McGinnis was. Yeah, and he looks a whole lot better <laughs> than Alec. Jeez. <laughs> it's what healthy living will do for you. So he's just writing stories, and he remembers the time when he was a youngling, and they escaped, and... Um, one of his friends was going to help their dad. Anyway, I was hoping it would be a different story. Like I said to Nick earlier, before the show started, Marvel's going to do what Marvel wants to do. Instead of, you know, making like a new storyline. They're, they're going to have to do an origin story. I don't want to know the origin story. I want to know from Revenge of the Sith to A New Hope. The ending of Revenge of the Sith to A New Hope. I want to know what he did to turn so old. I have a feeling you're going to find out on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> but, by the way, the trailer looked awesome. I'm kind of excited if they they do do this right. So, um, I am gonna keep reading it to see if it actually, you know, goes anywhere or if it's gonna start. Oh, he was a youngling, and then he hooked up with Qui Gon, and then he Qui Gon died, and he he trained Anakin, and then and then it'll end the run. Be like, I already knew all this shit. And then start series two promptly yep. after that. <laughs> and it'll be another origin story where he meets up with Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon dies and Darth Vader, you know, he trains Darth Vader. So hopefully it goes a little further. That was my new book. Awesome. All right. You want to go? You want me to go? I don't care. I don't care. All right. I'll go. It's fine. Ooh, I, oh, yeah. Cover. Yeah, I read uh, first two issues of Strange. I actually got to read. I've uh, been changing my schedule. I've been going into work half hour early and reading before work. Um, This is from this year, 2022. I read one and two. Um, freaking amazing. Like, the, I love this book. Like, Marvel did it right. Um, Strange is dead. Clea becomes Sorcerer Supreme. Not Wong, sorry Wong, but you are still regulated to being the little butler. So, um, the comics, he's, he's, uh, helping Clea out, um, trying to get everything back in order after that. What's funny is Dr. Doom shows up at the door. And, uh, I was hoping he was going to be in the Illuminati. Oh, they're never going to use Doom. Looks like they're never going to use Mephisto. They're never going to use Mephisto. I thought that was funny when I said, oh, it's Mephisto when you put that in yeah. Discord. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So Doom shows up. He's like, I want the title. And they're like, she's like, no, it's mine. I was married to Steven. The title goes to me. You can go uh, explain to the Vashanti why you decided not to help out during the whole massacre. And so he's like, fine, I'm going out of here. And then he leaves and um, they go out and do some stuff. And uh, she decides that she's going to resurrect, find a way to resurrect Steven. And um, a whole bunch of crap goes down. Uh, a guy called the Harvestman shows up. And he's a personification of death. He like works for her, not a personification, um, and makes sure that uh, the dead stay dead. And so she has to fight him and blah, blah, blah. It's awesome. It's good. Uh, I recommend going and check it out. That cover is amazing. Yeah, I love that cover. Archer does amazing covers. Too yeah. bad that stupid New Mutants 25 is $60. Just came out last week. Fair enough, because it's a cover. It's a cover. Yeah. All right. So I did quests aside my vault comics. Um, I have been trying to find like a Dungeons and Dragons type fun story for ages. Knight of X. (laughs) Um, and this kind of fit that need, at least the first issue did. Uh, so this is about a bar where that is called quests aside and um it has quite the cast of characters to start off it's hilarious because they introduce these three characters who are just amazed with all the memorabilia that's hanging up around the place and because the the guy that uses all this memorabilia um is like a massive hero for everybody that does quests and they step outside to start their quest and they promptly get stepped on by a giant. So they go nowhere. Um, but then you actually meet the actual cast of characters. Uh, there is a um, woman who happens to be the king's daughter. There is a rat-like creature. There is a um, skeleton that helps with the kitchen. And then the owner of the place. And... Uh, they find out the king's coming through and the owner of the place is friends with the king and uh, they fought battles together. And uh, so he has to send the king's daughter away because she's in hiding because she keeps on attempting to kill her father. Um, so they have to send her away. Well, she won't go away because she wants to assassinate him. So they ask her to go into their pantry and get some uh, something to cook with or something like that. They throw a rap or a rat, a rat. They throw a rope around her and then they push her in and it kind of goes into this whole, like just never ending falling pantry. Um, and that's where they end up keeping her. And the King comes through, basically says, Hey, I'm going to take over your bar. We're going to use this as a new hub for our soldiers. Uh, this is where everybody passes through and we need to have a place for our soldiers. And so after the bar, or the owner and the king reminisce a little bit and the king breaks that news to him. Um, he's like, okay, well, I got to figure out what I'm going to do now because I'm not giving up my bar. And you see that he's getting whispered to by a ghost of his younger self telling him, yeah, you got to do something about the king. This was a lot of fun. Absolutely worth checking out. I just got it on a whim. Um, I'll pick up the next issue. See how it goes. But uh, yeah, check that one out. Awesome. Now we move on to uh, the random reads. So anybody want to do the random reads? I'm going first because I have the smallest pile out of the three of us. (laughs) And I did do a lot of reading this week. Mine were just digital. (laughs) And I didn't bring them. So I did uh, Alpha Flight 99 and 100. I'll just do them both at the same time because they kind of run it, run it with each other. And, um, didn't know I came in on part three of a, an event. So I'm sitting there going, what the hell is going on? And so the book starts. And it's the Herald of Galactus telling the people the 
people. I don't know how that's pronounced. They look like Jabba the Hutt with tendrils. Um... To prepare for the coming of Galactus, that he's going to eat the planet. And you cut to Toronto. This is why I was confused. Because Alpha Flight and the Avengers are fighting a group called the Consortium. And they're trying to get her. Don't ask me what her name is. It's her. (laughs) I was like, oh, they ran out of names. Well, Adam Warlock was him. That's right, he was. That makes sense. There you go. The light bulb just clicked on in my (laughs) head who she looked like. Okay. I didn't realize that it was... Yeah, okay. Anyway, they're fighting. Cap is trying to help people, and I love 90s comics because Heather Hudson is flying to talk to Cap, and she lands... But she lands with her ass up in the air. Ooh, I'm a little tipsy. I was like, Jesus Christ. The one person that shouldn't be sexualized is Heather Hudson. <laughs> Even though they did make her hot later on in the in the run of Alpha Flight. But, so, the consortium wants them to give up her... And they won't do it. And then it cuts to Diamond Lil chasing an alien guy. Because he has a gun that pierces her skin. And she wants to figure out how it did it because she has a tumor. Oh, sorry, I'm not supposed to joke about that stuff. And she wants to try to figure out a way to get rid of it. And, um, so Galactus is going to clone, and, uh, telling them to prepare to be devoured. The Avengers are, uh, taking a breather for a moment, because they get a little respite, and... Uh, Black Widow is stuck up against the wall like a spider. I didn't know she had spider powers. Because there's no... There's no ledge. And it really doesn't look like there's any handheld. She's just kind of stuck to the wall. Yeah, you're not kidding. I thought she was, like, reaching across yeah. in a thin alley or something. And yeah. Yeah, no, that's... There's no, there's no handhelds. There's no place to put... The way her feet are, she has no heels. She's laying on down on top of the building? So she's just <laughs> suctioned to the side of the building. I was like, how the hell is she doing that? She's not Spider-Woman. Or Spider-Man. Anyway, battle goes on. Diamond Lil shows up. Says, sorry, I was chasing after this alien guy with this gun. They say that they have to give up her to save the planet. But Quasar says, I'm the defender of all life. We cannot give up her. And they receive an ultimatum. Ultimatum. Jesus. Ultimatum. To surrender. Or. If they don't. They will be. uh, Subject to a planetary takeover. You have 10 Terran seconds. Or as Arn likes to say. Space seconds. And then. They. Are about to make the decision. They decide they aren't going to give her up. And. Vindicator, Guardian, uh, Hercules, Cersei, Box, Quasar, Vision, all are teleported to Quarren, uh, because apparently they need help, and Guardian is the only one who can help. 
This sends the consortium into a tizzy and decides they're going to do a planetary takeover. And then you cut to Quarn and Galactus shows up. And of course, Hercules has to say, Zeus. Not God. Zeus. Reminds me of wrestling. Zeus. Such a bad character. He was. Anyway, that was issue 99. Into the 100th issue, it says, Featuring a special reunion, Alpha artist, past, present, and future! So, it's pretty much a conglomeration of the past Alpha Flight artists, except for Jim Lee. It didn't look like Jim Lee was one of them. So they tell a story about how Vindicator and Guardian were sucked off to Quarren. And you go to Toronto. And Black Widow is now hovering in space. Um, and the rest of the Avengers, the, the weakest of the Avengers in Alpha Flight. So the weakest consists of She-Hulk. Sasquatch, Captain America, Puck, Diamond Lil, and Black Widow. Okay? Two of them are uh, invulnerable, but they're the weakest. And the other one is a green rage monster. Which, she's hilarious in this book. She's like, ah, quit biting me, God! When she's fighting, they do like little quips. And she's like, quit bite me. There's enough of me to go around. And she's like, got one in a headlock and one in a leg lock. And she's punching another one. <laughs> anyway. So the battle rages on. And Cap decides they're going to get try to get away from the consortium. So he, they go into this like cave or tunnel or whatever. At this point, I don't really care. It's a good story, it's just, it kept cutting, jumping, it was like, okay, just just do it better than this, guys. And so you cut to Quarn, and Galactus is working on his machine to devour the world, and the... Q people, because I'm tired of saying the name, because I'm probably saying it wrong, say that only superhumans from Earth are the only ones who have ever defeated Galactus. That is why you've been summoned here. And a lot of the people don't like it and say they want to take, they want to go to Toronto. They they were worried, more worried about Toronto, that these guys are douchebags, and why should we help them? And then Quasar's like, um. I am the defender of the universe, and I have to take care of everybody. I can't just pick and choose. Even the assholes I have to save. So they end up fighting, and then you learn the story of why Vindicator was summoned to this planet. Apparently, years ago, when he died, he was found on the fifth moon of Jupiter... Or the moon, a moon of the fifth planet, Jupiter. He was taken for a thousand years. He slept for a thousand years. They engineered his body to be a cyborg. And they implanted it that if they were ever in trouble when Galactus was coming, that they would be able to summon him and he wouldn't have a choice. Wah, wah. So... Cut to their, the Alpha Flight slash Avengers are taking on Galactus. And apparently this Herald of Galactus is a pussy because she gets routed pretty quickly. And then Galactus is getting, when they start fighting, Galactus, you know, gets uh, his ass handed to him because for some reason he's having a problem with his being in this dimension or whatever. The other Avengers go on a consortium ship to try to blow it up to end the war. They call everybody back, blah, blah, blah. 
Long story short, they decide to kill two birds with one stone instead of Galactus eating the planet that he's currently at. The consortium use, they shrink planets down to size and they use their, the planet's energy to power their ships. They re, they redistribute the people or they put them into indentured servitude or slavery or whatever. And then they take their planet, shrink it and use it to power their ships. Like, wow, this is really fucking out here, and I don't mind stories where they're way out there, right? Um, they decide Galactus is going to eat that planet instead of the current planet, and the consortium is defeated. Oh, yeah, and Vindicator dies at the end. He sacrifices himself at the end. So remember when they did that Hercules miniseries? Yeah. Yeah. He's, Nova's the one that he bangs. The, the yeah. Nice. So maybe she's still worn out from that. She still still feels the power of the Hercules. <laughs> Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. But when they kept trying to bring Nova, like uh, James Hudson back, it was just like, jeez, you know, he's a cyborg. Now he's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Now he's just a walking corpse or some shit like yeah. that. It was just like, ugh. Um, so... I'm still going to read more. I've got like a bunch more to read. I just picked two from the back because they were from the 90s. This was originally going to be my book for the other show. But then I realized that it was more than just one book. So I just did it for this one. Cool. So awesome. I can go. All right. And I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> it's really not that bad. Just kidding. All right, so the first one I have up is Bill and Ted's Excellent Comic Book, number one. This is very dated. It's horrible. Don't read it. All right. But it's Evan Dorkin. <laughs> oh, it's it's horrible. It's not good Evan Dorkin. I, I was reading this. I'm like, oh, I don't remember in the movies them saying dude as many times as they do in this comic book. I'm like, this is horrible. This is everything that was horrible about the 90s right now. Uh, don't read it. Okay. Uh, next one is my date with monsters. Uh, it's aftershock number one. Um, I know, I know. I've actually cut back on my aftershock. I picked this We're, one up. I'll give you the story in a minute. What are we third? It's too wordy, <laughs> and it took him till the third <laughs> one to bring up an aftershock book. This one's kind of cool because it's about a woman uh, whose husband died. And she has a little daughter and she has a troll that eats nightmares. So they created this drug, her husband and her did, where people would stop having nightmares. And the reason they did that was because anybody that had a nightmare, the creatures would come out of the nightmare and exist in the real world. And then they would have to capture these creatures. So they created this drug and made it mandatory. Everybody was on it. So nobody was having nightmares any longer. Everybody's just sleeping fine. Her daughter has nightmares. So all these demons are coming out and everything. And the troll kind of like lives in her room and just has a never ending hunger for these demons and is constantly eating these demons. And, um, so it's a story about how she's dealing with, uh, find, trying to find a relationship and the, the daughter's having these nightmares because she wants her, to have like a dad figure again. And she's trying to find somebody that would be compatible with her and all that. And a lot of good back and forth joking between the mom and the troll. Absolutely worth checking out. I think it's like on issue three or four at this point. Um, yeah, we'll check it out. Um, besides the bill and Ted, this may have been the stupidest purchase I made. I picked up the Jurassic leg. I did not mispronounce that. This is the Justice League Jurassic Times. <laughs> it is not good. <laughs> uh, that sounds like it would be a winner, though. Oh, it's... 
they do the whole, you know, Superman comes to earth the super dinosaur comes to earth and lands and Batman is this big old raptor kind of creature and, uh, saving and protecting people. And, um, the Joker is some weird looking dinosaur of some sort. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. If you want to just read something that's just kind of way out there, go with this. Is that a DC book? It is a DC book. I think they need to stop paying their artists <laughs> and creative teams so well because they can buy really good drugs. Yeah, this this is just... It's ridiculous. It's... I don't know how else to put it. It's bad. It... <laughs> I mean, there is a... There is a hint of a Green Lantern dinosaur at some point, and I don't care enough to ever read this again. So, (laughs) (laughs) all right. And so the other thing, I did something a little bit different this time. So I went to a comic shop uh, that, you know, probably about 30 minutes away. And when I drive 30 minutes, I'm going to walk out of the comic shop with something and I could not find anything. So, they had some stack of Red Sonia stuff, and I picked up three different Red Sonia title number ones. I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to give these a shot, make it worth the trip down there. I really enjoyed them. So then when I went into my comic shop, I bought like five more. So I ended up reading like red, nine Red Sonia books. And what I'm doing here is um, I did a comparison chart of like the five things I look for on comic books. And, um, oh, now your question Kirk, makes sense. Kirk helped me out with a little bit. So I am going off of character development, story, artwork, uh, worth the price, and then uh, worth a reread down the road, right? To, to clarify, when I first sent him the text, mine was artwork, artwork, <laughs> artwork, artwork. And does the story draw me in immediately or something yeah. like that? So I did this out of five total points. So the first one I did was the free comic book day when that came out. And that was a reprint of one of the earlier issues from Marvel. And then it had a silent issue. So this one was kind of, so character development, I did a four for the Marvel story and then a one for the secondary story because it was a silent issue. They need to stop making silent issues, especially if you're paying for them because at the prices we're paying nowadays, it's ridiculous. Um, With the story, the Marvel one I thought was really good. Again, the silent one, not so great. The artwork was, it's old Marvel. So I gave it like a two out of a five. Um, and the silent one was a three out of five. Oh, you just, Nick is staring daggers at you right now. Wow. But all right, all right. hear, keep, hear keep me going. out. Yeah, keep going. Let keep me digging finish. That hole. Keep, it. keep no, digging. Just let me keep finish. Digging. All right. Worth the price. I got it for free. So absolutely it was worth the five for me. Um, and then was it worth a reread. I thought the Marvel one was worth a reread. The silent part was not. So I gave that a total of 18 points for the Marvel one and 11 points for the, the silent issue. Then I read Invincible Red Sonia, and I got a total of 10 points on that. I read Hell Sonia, and I got 14 total points on that. That Hell Sonia was crazy because they introduced a whole bunch of other Sonias. I, had, I, I, I just didn't get it. Immortal Sonia, I gave it a 22 total points. Um, Red Scythia, the Red Sonia book. That was amazing. I gave it a 24. Uh, the 2005 Dynamite version. Uh, so it's the very first series. It totaled out to 20.5. The 2016 one totaled out to 24 points. The 2019 issue totaled out to 13 points. And the 2021 totaled out to 17 points. So if I were to read any, tell you to read any of these Red Sonias, I would tell you to go with the um, Immortal, the Red Scythia, and then the uh, 2016 were my top three highest rated ones out of judging everything with those scores. And those are the ones I'm going to stick with because I'm not going to keep on buying Red Sony books. Now, compared, what I'm comparing the artwork with, okay, is I read Old Marvel Red Sonia. It was fine. But then you read the dynamite stuff and it is a lot cleaner. It's better looking. And that's what I'm basing it off of. It's not the fact that it's shut. (laughs) I'm just saying 
you know, and the one I was really disappointed with was the, I think it was the Invincible one because uh, that was Palmati and Connor that wrote it. The artwork was crap. The story was crap. And just not good. Uh, but yeah, check out um, the Immortal one, the Red Scythia. That one just came out. That That's only on issue one currently. And then the uh, 2016 Red Sonia were my top three. Well, that was fast for doing like nine books. Well, I didn't want to review all of them. I just figured I'd do it in a little, and I'm not going to do it for everything, but every once in a while, I'll just kind of grab a series, a couple of series and see how they compare. Very nice. All right. So, um, let's start out with the new She-Hulk series. I read, read issues one through three. What happens in this? Nothing. <laughs> so, um, pretty much the big thing is, does this has nothing to do with She-Hulk most of the time. It has to do with Jack of Hearts coming back. Um, comes back to Earth. The Jack of Hearts that blew up the Avengers. Yeah, the Jack of Hearts. Yeah. Um, so he didn't die again. He went into like some kind of weird space coma, came back, and he's changed because now he can eat and he can sleep, and his powers aren't draining her power or her gamma radiation from her anymore. So there's something weird going on with Jack of Hearts. So that's the whole thing for the first three issues. All right, nothing happens. Um, <laughs> I got the uh, Vampirella Bloodlust facsimile edition from this year. Just came out by James Robinson and Joe Jusco. Absolutely freaking gorgeous artwork inside. Story? Meh. All right, next one. <laughs> nice. This is awesome. Then I picked up Marvel Comics Presents four all-new features, number 18 from 1989, which has three stories of a Black Panther, uh, She-Hulk, which is the first appearance of her before she becomes into the sensational shield comic a cyclops story eh. and uh what is it um not irving forbush the mailman for the fantastic four um yeah willie lumpkin he has a christmas story yeah don't care um <laughs> shield is funny right so she's, she's uh da, da, da. it's christmas she's bored she has nothing to do so she calls the thing, and they're talking about random shit. She gets attacked by Doctor Doom, defeats Doctor Doom by punching him right through the face, and then Magneto shows up. She's like, aren't you dead? I'm like, nope. All right, whatever. This is a Marvel book. You can come back alive whenever you want. And uh, <laughs> Does she say that? Yeah. She, nice. She holds Doctor Doom in front of her, and Magneto's trying to push, pull her towards him, and she just lets go and just defeats Magneto right there. She's like, why didn't the X-Men think of this? <laughs> and, then Galactus, this is awesome. and then Galactus shows up. And Uncle Actus shows up there too, huh? He's everywhere. And, uh, yeah, she's like, eh, whatever. The Fantastic Four will take care of this. Um, let's see. Um, the Cyclops story, they're on Muir Island. Some kids are going missing, blah, blah, blah. Um, comes out. He's hanging out with Banshee. Yay, my favorite. Your favorite you know, character. I was thinking like... Oi, boyo! If they did a team up with Siren and Dazzler together, they would be unbeatable. They would. Um, they're... Siren's the better version of Banshee. Yeah, because I don't ever want to see Banshee ever again with his stupid... His pipe? Oh, man. Um, yeah, so there's something going on with Moira. Typical. All right, big deal. No big deal. She's right. always fucking shit up. And then I got X-Mutants number one from Eternity Comics. I don't know when this was. This is the first series, probably 85, 86. 86? Um, by Ron Lim. Yep. And that's pretty much all you need to know. Ron Lim did it. He wrote and grew it. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's all black and white. Um, good story. I really like this. Um, <laughs> what else do I say about it? Uh, we talked about X-Mutants before. You know, there's a, a world that got decimated by the World War Three. Everybody turned into mutants when the bomb went exploded. And some doctor came along and was like, we're going to change some people back to being humans and you're going to repopulate the world. Okay, that's pretty much the story. Um, then I picked up the original Astro Boy from Now Comics number 3 from, God, it's 89, I would bet. 91, I'm guessing. 87, we're both oh, wrong. Really? Whoa! Whoa. Um, let me just say, illustrated by Ken, Ken Stacy, which... Um, can't remember if Ken Stacy did anything else, but I think he did. 
The story is crazy because Astro does not show up until the very end. It's all about. Oh, it's one of them issues. Yep. It's he's he's in the shadows, like destroying the army in the background, and what you're seeing is just the army's. Like, should we go? We're gonna get killed. We're gonna get killed. Oh my god! There's something out here. Um, it's actually pretty good. I don't think I'm gonna buy any more, even though I want to like start getting my now comics, like the whole thing. But uh, now comics was just such a piece of garbage. There was some that were good, a lot bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to get the Married to the Children series. So I've got a few issues of that. And, Is uh, it good? I don't know yet. Well, it's in my read it? I'm speculating on it because they're bringing out a cartoon. All right. <laughs> oh, he's specking it. He's specking it. And then my goddamn, my love of my life right now, um, which I was like a couple weeks ago, I was like, you know what I really want to read? Batman and the Outsiders. Why do I want to read this? I don't know. I hated it when I was a little kid. Fucking love this book. Oh my God. Because I put it in your first... head when I was reading oh. Batman and the Outsiders. Yeah. That is like the first couple time years anybody's ago. ever said that. The new one. Like, <laughs> like This is the, the original one from... Uh, Shit, 87? 86? 86, I think. But I've been wrong it's so far. It's going to be 84. So. 83. We're all wrong. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, I am horrible at this game. This brought back <laughs> my love for 80s Batman. Like, just gorgeous. Um, uh, What's his name? Um, Lucius Fox gets abducted on a trip for Wayne Enterprises to Moldovia. He gets abducted. Bruce goes to the Justice League to ask for the help, and they were like, well, we promised the government. This is Superman. Well, we promised the government that we wouldn't uh, go into Moldovia and help out. You're where... white, Brit. You're boring. And uh, Batman's like, you know, which there's this panel in here where he's with the Justice League, and they're all just saying, no, no I'm not going to do this. And he's just like, fine, I quit. I quit. All he had to do was say Martha. Right. Martha. <laughs> Why'd you say that name? <laughs> and they're th- like, it sums up him right here so clearly on this one page where he's seeing his parents die. He's like, I've seen people die too much and I'm not going to live with watching more people die. You guys can sit here in your little throne room and I'm going to go take care of this by myself. Yeah, well, he doesn't. He doesn't because he goes, <laughs> he goes to Valdovia and oh my God, there's Geoforce getting his powers, which is funny because he's like, his sister's Tara who gets, um, who fucks over the new uh, Teen Titans? The Teen Titans. And, and you know, pedophilia is run rampant in that that book. In this? No, in the Teen Titans. Oh, I'm like you know, I'm gonna do you. You know that Deathstroke, right? <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, Black uh, Black Lightning's there for some reason. Don't know why. Uh, Katana's there for some reason. Don't know why. Um. I want to say rainbow, but it's not. It's a halo. She's there <laughs> for some reason. Like, and even Metamorpho shows up. Why? Why are these people in this book? I want to know why everybody <laughs> just showed up in this town for no reason. Um, D-list superhero convention. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so that's who becomes the outsiders. Halo is there for, she doesn't even know who she is. She doesn't even know why she's there. Um, Batman gets kidnapped and finds Lucius Fox and that's it. I love it. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure the rest of the series is not good, but probably not. I mean, it went for like 60 issues, so yeah, you didn't pay too much for it, so you're safe. Yeah, four dollars, not too bad. So I wanted to go back to Jack of Hearts. I am reading Silver Surfer Rebirth. Jack of Hearts is in there, mm-hmm. so they must be. Is he going to make an appearance in the movies or something, or? Probably not. Just speculate. I'm, tra- <laughs> tra- I'm just trying to figure out why they're going so heavy on him and everything. I think it just depends on who's writing it, because um, who did the who did the Avengers? Uh, Wade. Wade really loved Jack of Hearts for and some then, reason, and so he used him a lot. Rebirth is supposed to be like uh, Symbiote Spider-Man was. Where it's from a time period when it was the most popular. Mm-hmm. And so, I can't remember. It's from the 80s or 90s. Um, let me pull it up here. Um, to figure out, to f- tell you who is writing. Uh, Ron Mars and Ron Lim are doing this 
little mini series right now. And it's apparently they were the one that this is the most popular Silver Surfer run there's been. So they're going back and that's why Captain Marvel was on the cover and all of that. But uh I did have uh something to talk about. Um so I'm gonna file this on things I wish I had never gotten rid of. Uh apparently the Marvel cards are really hot right now. Speculate you know, these collectors are trying to buy like they're buying unopened boxes for like three or four grand to find those gem mint uh cards. Those tens. Getting them graded. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think I, I, I just collected them because I loved them, you know. And I have the second series and I'm like, well, it's okay, but I could have sold that and bought like a couple key issues. (laughs) The first series I had, I could have sold it now and got some uh, Grail, Grail comics that I'm looking for. How much is it worth? Well, let's just say one card, right? The Spider-Man in the black suit. Gem Mint is $1,500. Shit. All right, I think I got like six of those. So, but... Yeah, I went to a toy show this last weekend. Yeah. The weekend before last... And uh, there was a guy that had a box of Marvel cards. And uh, the gal in front of me picked him up and goes, how much are you asking for this? And the guy goes, I want 400 And so, she's like, are you kidding? And he's like, no, they're actually not for sale. I just wanted to see if somebody would pick it up and pay me 400 for it. It's like, what why a, do you have them out? What a dick. It's like a sealed box. It's like. Yeah, well. I just looked while we were talking, and apparently somebody is selling a box for $30. It's an open box with unopened packs for $30. And I'm like, the highest I've seen them for is like $300. I don't know where this guy on this video found, found out that they're going for four and five grand a box. They always say that, so you think you're getting a smoking deal. So, yeah. so yeah, and I've I've just been in a like a rabbit hole of here's some comics to build your collection around just to kill time, right? I'm like this guy is doing nothing but key fucking issues. It's like don't collect them because you like the character, collect them because they're keys and you'll have a respected uh, collection. And I'm like, who are you gonna have a respected collection from? Other key collectors? Yeah, that's where a lot of it's gone anymore, is that, you know, it's all about what keys you have kind of thing. And yeah, I think for us, I mean, yeah, I'm sure we all have some keys, but I think oh, for yeah, us, I got a bunch. it's not a priority for us no. for the most part. No, because all you're going to do is have, like, everybody, like, owning Amazing Spider-Man 300. Mm-hmm. Right. That's uh, a grail book. That's one is. of my grail books, but it's not like, oh, I got to go out and have it. But what the problem is, it's like raising the price so much that nobody's going to be able to afford it. Yeah. Right. And it's just astronomically ridiculous pricing on some of these books. Like I was saying to you, was it Thursday? When we got together, I said they're pricing these books to where if you're collecting runs. You're screwed. You're screwed. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I really hate this part of the, you know. But that's why I collect what the I collect. The hobby. Is most of the stuff that I collect, it doesn't have the high-end stuff. DC Comics Presents. How am I ever going to finish that? Right. Alpha Flight, right? And it's not that expensive, but it's like the most expensive book in the whole run is when North Star comes out as gay. Yeah. And my comic shop had it for 17 for a very fine. I went on Hip Comic... And there's a guy on there who wanted a twenty six fifty for a 
a good to very good. Yep. And I'm like, I, I'll go over here and spend the nine bucks less. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just, yeah. it's crazy. And then, you know, you go on Go Collect, right? And uh, I don't know where they get their prices from because I did the comic book. Uh, it's like the street over street mm-hmm. price guide. And I'm like, oh, I got X-Men 201, you know, where Cyclops and Storm, you know, they say it on Go Collect, it's like a 90, 80 to $90 book for a 9.2, which is what I got. And I go on there, and it's 16 bucks. I mean, Mile High does that all the time. I mean, if you look at their prices, they're just outrageous. Now, with that being said, you need to go for the spectacle of the store. No, if I ever point. get if I ever but, get to Colorado, I'm I'm making a trip to to Mile High. But the way they kind of counter that is a lot of times if you sign up for their mailing list, you can get like a 50-60% off kind of thing. Yeah. And then you're paying about what you would pay on other sites. Maybe just still a couple of dollars more, but they do have have them. It's not I can't find this issue except for the ones that I'm looking for because they're not worth anything. So yeah. you don't find them. Yeah, well, <laughs> I found this site, Nucadia. I yeah, never... They can be dangerous. Yeah, I bought them. I bought something from them, and they sent me a $10 gift card and then 25% off for 60 days. So I got a few more comics. Are they not a good site? They're hit and miss. You don't... Well... If you... I'm in a lot of comic sites, uh, comic groups. And when somebody's like, what's the site you go to to buy comics? My comic shop's always number one. Yeah, that's um, the one I always the one go to. one out of uh, New York. I can't think of what the... There's one out of New York, that the sister company of um, Discount... Uh, no, it's not Discount. It's uh, In Stock Trades. I can't think of what their sister company is. And then there's a few local ones. But like for old back issues kind of like the stuff that we enjoy looking for you know you basically have in stock you have or not excuse me not in stock but you have uh mile high you have um what's the one out of texas that we were just talking about my comic my shop. comic shop and then there's Nucadia, and you never hear anybody list off Nucadia. well here's the thing i bought x-men 211 uncanny 211 said it was a very fine so, you know, I think very fine is what, 7 to 8.5 is what it is? Somewhere right in there, yeah. There's no way this book, when I got it, wasn't, it was a very fine. The, the, it was bent like this. Curled, yeah. Curled, and then the cover was, you know, the inside was like, when you put it in the bag, the, the pages are sticking mm-hmm. out of the top of the cut. I'm like, there's no way. It's cut wrong. Yeah. There's yeah. no way this is a. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if I'll be going back to them, but I should just stick to my comic shop. If you're, if there's stuff you're looking for, I mean, truthfully, and you're down to the last couple of issues and you just want to finish it off. If it's within reason, I don't mind paying the, a little bit extra for them. Right. But you know, when, what I'm keep collecting for the most part is dollar box junk just because it's cheap and reasonable. Um, you know, you, you start looking at it and going, oh, I'm, this is the last issue I'm missing of the black hood. Do I want to spend fourteen ninety nine for this? Right. Or do I want to just keep on digging in bins and hope I run across it? Right. I, I just, I think I'm just going to stick with my comic shop because every time I've gotten a book from them, I've had nothing it's, but great luck with my comic shop. N- it, when they say it's in a certain condition, it always arrives in that condition. Or better, because usually or they better. grade it a little lower than it normally is. Yeah, or better, right. So, I was just, I don't know. So, what sites, so my comic shop. My comic shop's the one I go to the most. Um, there's that one. That's the of, one I use a lot, too. The one in New York is the one I kind of go to them. Uh, the Oh, Graham Cracker Comics. 
they're fair, usually fairly reasonably priced based out yep. of Chicago, I believe. Um, I just found this one hip comic. It's like an I've auction site one. and I have, I've had good luck so far with them. That's where I got the new Cadia stuff, yeah. but that's not the books that were good luck. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with new Cadia. I just no. kind of find that they probably lean a little bit more towards the mile high end of things. And again, if you have that discount code, it's not horrible on you and you definitely need to check out their warehouse. It's absolutely amazing. Yeah. But I mean, that's where I picked up the last green lantern issue I was looking for that number three. Yeah. It's the only place I could find it, which ironically I went to that toy show two weeks ago and the one person that was selling comic books had two copies of number three for <laughs> their beat to hell, but they were, you know, so I was okay with what I paid for it out at, mile high and i think they actually kind of hooked me up with even a little bit bigger discount when they heard it was the last one i needed so yeah my my comic shop i've had nothing but great luck with them uh they've sent me the wrong book one time i told them they're like keep the book we'll send you the right one they had it with to me within like four days ground zero ralston nebraska Mm -hmm. (laughs) free comic book day pickup number 100 so but yeah, I just, I'm just running into things I need to collect are starting to get to where, like, West Coast Avengers stuff is a little more expensive. Like, uh, War Machine. The first appearance of War Machine, or I don't know if it's even the first appearance, but he, shows, appearance. Yeah. he shows up later in the run and the book's like $50. What and I I have a little bit more opportunity than you guys do because with me working at the comic shop, yeah. What I'll do is if I find a run that I'm somewhat interested in, I will grab that whole run and go, okay, what's the off? What what do you want? And just do it that way, and then fill in gaps. Yeah. Um, and typically I'm picking them up before they get super hot. Uh, I hit the very beginning of the Dark Hawk. <laughs> series for some reason i got all the dark hawks except for number one and then i ended up having to pay like 25 50 30 bucks for it um same with the ghost rider series i got all like all these ghost rider books and then the number one i ended up having to pay a little bit higher for it and i two years ago i couldn't have got them for a lot cheaper um it's just how the industry's working right now yeah so yeah Anything else? Anybody? Nope. All right. Well, we'll see you in a couple of weeks, guys. It's been Kirk. Brian. And Nick. Later. Later. Later.